And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 37 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I am Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And we have a very special guest today. He's an artist. He's a friend. (laughs) More importantly than that, he is a former podcast guest on this very podcast. He is Ben Horak. Hey, what's up? Hey, there's that classic Ben catchphrase. (laughs) Yeah, barking followed by hi. Hi. Hey. How's it going, Ben? Great. Thanks for saying artist first before friend. Well, you're not a very good friend, but you are a pretty good artist. (laughs) I'll I'll take it. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Good to be back. Good to have you back. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Hey, Rob, what's going on? Uh, me and I, nothing's going on. It's trying to catch you mid sip. I did. Well, you know what? I'll be honest. I listened to uh, you put up an old an old episode. I did of ours. Uh, a treat. Uh, just a day or two ago, and uh, it featured uh, Max Max on our old podcast. Uh huh. Great. Uh, <laughs> and it was really fun. And <laughs> I didn't listen to it. <laughs> That's been okay. A long, long time since That's okay. uh, that day. Long time. Yeah. But uh, we sounded so young and so. I did, we seriously did. I don't know yeah. if you like re-listened any parts of it. But I was like. Wow, I sound like I have no idea what's about to go down. <laughs> I, I I didn't re-listen to it. I also didn't re-listen to it before I put it up. So I was like, I wonder if I wonder if like like genuinely if he said anything like really problematic that I should have like edited out. But <laughs> I how we're old, talking about how, how much we it? love. It's from Weinstein. it's from our, our nerd surreal stuff. Oh, so it's from like 2011. Okay, the chimp yeah. biscuit episode. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. We all sound like we're chipmunks. Or yeah. Well, I think you. I don't remember what the the conflict was, but you I think he able, was sick. Yeah, ben and then, sick. and Max uh, right. subbed in, and we were like, you know, this is we like this. We should make this happen. <laughs> and then eight years later, yeah. we decided. Ah, yeah. That's why my phone stopped ringing. <laughs> yeah. Max, uh, it's pretty great. And now I actually want to watch uh, that Tony Danza orangutan oh, movie going again. Ape? Going ape, yeah, because it sounded. Ah. I hearing us describe it again, I was like, wow, this. I actually really want to watch this again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm doing good. Other good. than that, Max, how are you? Doing all right. Didn't re-listen to any old episodes of our podcast. I should have. This one sounds pretty good. <laughs> well, it's on the feed, and you can download it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app anytime. How do I do that? Is there a website I can go to? You can go to gentlemanoverlords.podbean.com or from your podcasting app, you can just search Gentleman Overlords and subscribe right there. It's the first time we've ever done anything wow. like this. <laughs> I'm impressed. There's not even yeah. a script here. Uh, uh, I sure. Did that yeah. Because my family keeps asking. <laughs> oh, really? really know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Lorraine, uh, Coral. Those are the two who asked. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Bobo uh, and Shmomo. Yeah. The whole no, Nassinger yeah, plan. Shmomo can't hear. <laughs> Shlomo might. That was pretty know. insensitive, Ben. You know Shmomo can't hear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my bad. Uh, well, great. Well, we got we got a lot to get into today, Dude. so why don't we just uh, vamp for vamp for a second, <laughs> for two seconds while we find the Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something breakfast. Movies we've seen. Movies we've seen. Ah, good. I'm so glad I can live on. (laughs) That's been recorded now and can be played. It's been in many episodes, actually. Yeah, we were talking about royalty checks and how that actually works out, but that'd be nice. (laughs) No, it's not happening. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's never going to (laughs) happen. don't even get podcast dollars or anything bitcoin you yeah. Got bit, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of bitcoins coming your now way. that it's crashed oh, yeah there's a lot coming your way yeah all right um robert you said you've seen some movies recently I've, I've seen movies i've been watching have you guys been watching any christmas movies uh or hanukkah or ramadan movies or whatever <laughs> well this isn't a movie but we did go to the taproot theater here in seattle washington located in the greenwood neighborhood this is so like Ooh. ad um we saw the uh charlie brown christmas on oh, stage cool how was that? that it was good wow it was, yeah I, that's I, like a movie in real life yeah a play yeah they trotted out a real snoopy dog <laughs> oh my god yeah put him on ice skates and put him in a biplane and he yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flew around the yeah <laughs> um 
Yeah, it was good. Cool. I yeah. Better or worse than when the people on the Today Show dressed up as the Peanuts characters. Oh, Ooh. does anybody remember that? Baby, I do remember it. <laughs> the guy who played Charlie Brown did look like he looked a lot like Charlie Brown, and had like he had styled his hair. I was like, how are they going to do his hair? Because it it just looks like. Like a skin flap. We just like had it sort tattooed of weird. on permanently. Yeah. I think, for that guy. No, he had like <laughs> just blonde hair with like a a curl up front. Curly so it, it looked it looked pretty oh, good. Blonde. Charlie Brown is balding. <laughs> Record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had, I thought he was a uh, brunette. Is he? I don't know. Are we talking it, about Charlie Brown's hair color? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, just a I think, I think it's line. I think it's ink black technically because yeah. it's just drawn. <laughs> jet, jet black hair. <laughs> Anyways, Robert, what'd you see? Uh, let's see. Christmas Vacation. That's always a staple for me this time of year. Uh, mm. eh. You don't like it? Eh, it's fine. You're not a Chevy Chase person, right? No. I'm not a Chevy Chaser. <laughs> oh, are, you, are you a, uh, a rainy, rainy wow. equator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. A space I, equator? <laughs> yes. That's, uh, thank you. That's much better. All right, moving on. <laughs> Home Alone. How about how do you feel about Home Alone? I like Home Alone. So I didn't know there seems to be like an actual like I thought people either liked Home Alone or were indifferent to Home Alone. Some people hate it because they really? think that Kevin is awful and that they those, really sympathize and, with the wet bandits. Yeah, the wet bandits should be should be heralded as heroes. And, yeah. Well, I was I did remember too in the sequel like so in the first one like they finally catch up with the kid and they're gonna like uh, Joe Pesci's gonna bite his fingers off. Yeah. And then he gets they get a knocked threat, out. Or does he actually? He tries to like put his fingers in his mouth, and then they get bonked <laughs> in the head. In the end of the second one, they're like so mad and trying to get revenge. Like, do you remember Joe? He Pesci pulls trying, a gun on. He him. pulls a gun. and He's going to shoot him, but he's like, it's all greasy, and he can't. Yeah. He can't kill a child. Like, where did they go from like <laughs> biting his fingers off? Well, not even that, but like we're burglars to like, hey, we're going to leave this kid's dead body in this house in, the se- in Central Park. They were in Central Park during that part, so like a very public throw it on the pile of other dead bodies. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was night at Central Park where um, anything goes. That paint yes. can in the face really messed his brain up. And he just... Oh, that's true. There is a version you can watch online that is like real realistic versions of that where like they add blood effects and stuff to like <laughs> if they got hit with a giant pipe, like how badly they would have how gotten. Their the... skulls are caved in. Yeah. yeah. Like goes to like a x-ray vision like Mortal Kombat fatality of them. <laughs> um, it was always the nail through the foot that got me. That, yeah. 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 That In the first bad. one, that nail yeah. is, is intense. Well, like when he gets the blowtorch to the top of the oh, head. And his, He's top standing of his there for like so, so, so long with his head on fire. He's just like, huh? huh? It's very funny. And some of the best gags here were just like, they, he put water that froze on the stairs, so they're like slipping and falling. That one, yeah. That as one. like As an adult, I think that one like really gets me the most because I'm like, God, falling on concrete in like your like late 40s you're like, the, you're like the nail isn't so bad <laughs> in but the like, cold yeah. too yeah, yeah. you're like these poor men they probably don't go to the doctor often enough they're slipping on the ice they um, can't afford their health insurance that's why they're trying to rob the McAllisters exactly oh, the movie's a lot darker than I remember yeah, yeah. It. Um, Harry's got these like overdue medical bills that he's just trying to pay for that's yeah that's why they've turned to a life of crime it's like don't worry buddy we'll get you the doctor's appointment don't worry <laughs> I know your lower lumbar is bothering you. But I we'll think we should. Out. I think we should pitch this as like a prequel for Harry. There and is a Marv. fake poster for like the like Home Alone, like like Return to the McAllisters, and it's uh-huh. like a current picture of all of those actors like on the cover. Like Ew. it looks very like mm. it looks very like heartfelt. Like sometimes you need to go ho- like the the real trap is in your heart or something like <laughs> oh that. Oh my god, yeah, pretty bad. Um, and then I also rewatched uh, Ben. You saw it for the first time, uh, Logan Lucky. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I loved it. I thought that movie was really good. Still mm-hmm. haven't seen it. You still need to see that. Amy. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I w- was apprehensive about watching it just because uh, Seth MacFarlane was in it, and he was the Ooh, worst part about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's not in it that much, and the rest of the movie yeah. is is just as good. And he's put there in order for you to hate him, so that's. Uh, but easy there's to plenty do. of characters yeah. like I hate that aren't like using a fake accent and like, yeah, have this like, weird hairstyle. Yeah, the, it's the, just more reason to hate that yeah. motherfucker. The Jerry True. curl, the thriller jacket, the British accent. I yeah. just feel like he showed up and was just like, no, I'm going to play around a little bit. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, funny yeah. idea. Is this, my, is this my sandbox, guys? Yeah. I honestly wasn't sure if you were saying those things to make me not see the movie. Like, you're just making up stuff that he might no. do. Like, plausibly, yeah. I would be like, I can see Seth MacFarlane yeah. putting on Jerry he Curl. very and, much did that. You're cool. not wrong, Max. That, yeah, it makes him more hateable, but it's so, it's, it's so, it's, it's like it's from another movie. It's very bizarre. But I say, besides yeah. that, it's great. I wish he dressed up as Stewie and just had the yellow <laughs> shirt and the red suit. Yeah, he just cosplays as a different family <laughs> yeah, guy characters. Yeah. Hey, what's going on in here, guys? <laughs> Lois. <laughs> yeah. Lois. Hey, there's a sequel to Logan, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. 
This movie should be called Lois Lucky because she's married to me. (laughs) This writes itself. Uh, Anyway, so that's that's a couple of the ones I've seen. I what have you? What else have you guys seen? I saw Coco. I had Coco. Disney Pixar's Coco. Mm. Mm. It's good. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much. No, I feel like we mean Nita go into it more on a future episode. Yeah, it was uh, very. Yeah, I gotta see that one. I really loved it. They did. Did so when you saw it. Did they show the short beforehand? Uh, yeah. Oh. The not so short short. It was <laughs> twenty two like, minutes yeah. long or something. Yeah, they cut it out when I saw it. They, that's it what I heard gone. they did. Yeah. yeah. There's a twenty two minute. Well, I know you love Olaf. Short. I hate Olaf. Olaf is my least favorite character. From I, and you know, I'm on record, unfortunately, of saying I like Olaf. Uh, but yeah, I, let's rewind the tape. I like Olaf. Wow. He yep, did that say that. It. Yeah. Wow. Very robotically. Uh, you knew exactly how far to rewind that, too. You <laughs> to, to the but I, I have a tape. I have a separate tape recorder for every episode, too. That's why you heard the rewinding noise. All of my bullshit you have queued up. So you <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. It's um, going to come in handy one day. I think in the movie Frozen, which I, I liked well enough, Olaf was in it like the perfect amount. And I feel like having a whole too much short, for me. Too much. Well, okay. Yeah. Agreed, but. Having a whole short was too much. Yeah, it, I haven't much. seen Frozen. I don't know. I, Olaf's it's fine. The, the, the snowman, snowman. Yeah. the do, yeah. doofy looking snowman. He yeah. was the reason I didn't want to see the movie, and then I saw it, and he he wasn't in it enough to bother me. Like if he was in it, I think you're right. If I think he was something in it happened anymore, with Andrew and a snowman in the past, and you're just not you're just not on board for the Josh Gad knocked over my snowman as a child. Oh, okay. E Gad. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he's on, when he's emailing you. He's EGAD. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't give me so that. So, anyways, uh, they cut it out before and I, before the movie, and I could not be happier that so it was He went up gone. and shook the projectionist's Did- hand. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Do they show the preview, like, previews for other movies and then show yes. the short? Yes. Oh, yes. that's God. miserable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. They're like, guess what, guys? No commercials, no trailers. We're just going to play the short. That'd be fine. If they, yeah. if they like... Because yeah, it would be about the same amount of time. Yeah, but instead they showed, you know, at some theaters you get like 15 to 20 minutes of previews and commercials. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm getting very emotional about Frozen. Sick. Um, they show you that much in commercials and trailers and then they add a 22 minute short yeah. before the movie. I, I like... I you, like, you could show up almost a full hour late and still. Right. Isn't that, like, that's I just bizarre. got out of the midnight showing of Coco just before this. <laughs> <laughs> well, how how long is Coco? Like an hour forty five. Yeah, it's not normal. Too long. That's still, yeah. but that cuts down on movie times because then you can only show so many in a and day. And people were showing so up long. like purposefully, like a half hour late because like accounting to, for to trailers skip and, for, the, and ooh, that. I'd be skip so it, yeah. pissed off if I shut off and like, ooh, we took that short out. And I'm like, but I plan to miss it. Yeah. So, anyways, if anybody out there, any of you listeners are are planning to skip the previews and the Frozen short, it gone, baby. It gone. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. At least is at that, that one theater. Do you think it was theater by theater? Or do you think they just... I think uh, it was... Because I, I think they're going to show it on ABC this this Christmas on ABC. Oh, Watch yeah. Frozen, <laughs> Olaf's Grand Adventure. Money is being exchanged a lot in this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even know what it's if called. only um, we are getting some of that Disney cash. Yeah. Good God. They are taking over the world. Oh this yeah, the, the Fox acquisition. Have we talked about it? Yet we have not podcast? talked about that. Mm-hmm. News we've seen. Breaking news, 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 news. If you're just tuning in, like Morse code to the top. This three-week-old story. Disney buying Fox, but not like not the news part sectors. I think it's it's like the it's like the movie division and TV. So the Simpsons yeah. are a part of so, Disney now. Some of the TV, I think not all. I think they keep the sports and some other crap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Fox there's, News. There's yeah. been a yeah. lot of good Simpsons jokes because like they make fun of you know Disney all the time. So like there's Bart wearing like what, what it looks like Mickey Mouse ears on. He's like, look, mom, I'm the head of an evil corporation. Well, you've seen oh. the. I'm seeing, sure you've seen the photos circling around of when the Simpsons did predict they'd be owned by Disney. Yes. Yeah. Oh really? Like there's a there's a, they have a shot of like. A 20th century Fox logo. A Disney a, a, Corporation. Yeah, a subsidiary of the At this Disney point, they predicted everything. Didn't they yeah. also predict... Didn't they have a thing where like Trump was president yeah. in one of the episodes? Lisa was the president following Donald Trump. Yeah. Is they got Nostradamus for the writer? <laughs> <laughs> Chained up in the basement in Fox is Nostradamus. Ooh, that got dark. Yeah. <laughs> More like Dostradamus. Oh, right? yeah. That'll be the episode title, yeah. <laughs> uh shucks guys yeah that's what do you uh, think like is that like i mean that's a pretty big deal it's huge i mean to me that's like 
it's kind of what I was hoping for that the X Men would finally be incorporated and we have Fantastic but not Four like and this. Doctor Doom. Yeah, like exactly. This. Now that I see it happening, I'm like, what have I done? But Why really did you, I wish for you that? made did this you, happen? Yeah. Did, you, did okay. you wish that on a monkey's paw? Is yeah. this the comeuppance you're <laughs> Andrew, getting? Isolate this audio of Max, and then when he's raving about the amazing X Men movie that finally comes out, it'll be like, oh, yeah. this is a terrible thing. Yeah, <laughs> rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not the sound of a rewind. Yeah, I think that's the sound of a tape dropping. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Wayne, uh, Wayne's World flashback. Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah, flashback yeah. to when you said it. There we go. Through okay. a Wayne's World flashback. <laughs> but that's about that. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, don't ruin my holiday with these acquisitions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm growing scared of Disney. I think. Growing <laughs> scared of Disney? Yeah, I mean, like that you said that, and then you smiled really bad. <laughs> like, uh, I, Star Wars this uh, this holiday season has been everywhere. Like, yeah, it. I uh, I don't know. I just what Star Wars isn't it always everywhere? It always is for you. Maybe it's on fruit. I just exactly. It's, yeah, you walk down the aisles, and there's not a single aisle that doesn't have it. It's like I on reach for some granola, and a Darth Vader yeah. comes out. Quaker Oats has been replaced by old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> and... Grandma Tarkin. Yeah. <laughs> Better. Who's not even right. in the, these movies. Yeah. He will be in the special editions, though. Oh, yeah. The, okay. go- the ghost of <laughs> yeah. General Tarkin will appear on Endor <laughs> and wave. Remember me? Remember me? Yeah, the ghost of everyone killed in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's like, oh, God. Oh, my God. That's actually one possibly exciting thing is that they now have the rights to distribute the first movie like unedited I think so which we've heard for years it doesn't actually exist that the original prints of the of the films don't aren't like Lucas burned them when he did the yeah the rumors that the rumors that he over like he recorded over them with like the special edition like a VHS tape I feel like that's all rumor and I feel like a lot of this stuff is probably made up just because they didn't have the rights and didn't want to explain that oh we're not making this because we don't want to pay this other company to make it yeah I think that was a I I think that was a false he recorded over the original Star Wars with like his own fan film yeah I'm a Jedi. Home now. videos of him talking to his daughters about putting in sync in. Now, my idea for the Papanoida family, it's going to span multiple films. <laughs> was he the Star Wars kid? Did he film, was, did he film that in his <laughs> No, that was Jet Lucas. <laughs> That's that his that? audition tape for. Is that grandpa, really his grandpa, son's name? I, or, wait, is it his son? It's his son. Oh, I God. Think. Yeah. <laughs> he still calls him Grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. I'm your father. Yeah. I told you to call my, me Jedi Master Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> JML. Um, well, guys, uh, should we talk about? Is the, this your way of transitioning us into the disaster? I didn't get to talk s- about the movies that I'm seeing. Oh, what did Go ahead. Whiz. I I saw two Christmas movies recently. Oh. I just remembered. One was Better Watch Out, which was a new horror comedy. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, that was good. It was a good uh, uh, home invasion uh, babysitter <laughs> watching two kids. <laughs> Uh, but it's on got, Christmas. it's got, yeah, on Christmas, it's got some, uh, good twists in there. Uh, oh, okay. it's got the two kids from, uh, M. Night Shyamalan at the visit, but don't let that scare you. Does the, does the kid <laughs> rap? He does not rap. He does not rap. Okay. Uh, oh my God, the visit was terrible, but we'll, we don't have to talk about that. That's what uh, with Catherine Hahn? Yeah, like on a who? laptop screen, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She's barely in it. Um, it should have just been her doing whatever adventure she just was going. Riffing on a laptop. She actually skyped yeah. in from like her. Own. She was like, "Wait, is this the visit movie that I'm supposed to be doing right yeah. now?" <laughs> yeah, is this Parks and Rec or Visit? I can't remember. <laughs> um, and then I also watched uh, an old uh, uh, 1960s uh, crime noir movie that turned out to be a Christmas movie called Blast of Silence. Blast the, of Silence. Yeah, a hitman comes to uh, New York City to uh, uh, on one last gig, and uh, it happens to be Christmas time. So it's nice. He checks his watch. He's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it happens to be Christmas time. He checks his yeah his eye watch. Checks his Apple twice. watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are two Christmas movies I saw. Cool. Cool. Are you ready? I, I I'm ready. <laughs> Guys, we saw The Disaster Artist. It was beautiful. Thank you. I had another song picked out, too. Do you want to hear that one? Yeah, the alternate? Please. Sure, why not? All right, here we go. Two worlds collided And they could never tear us apart 
oh, I like both of those a lot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> First one is Tommy Can You Hear Me by The Who. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Never Tear Us Apart by In Excess. Of course. Wonderful. Of course. Um, the Disaster Artist. Yes. Is the uh, sort of fictionalized retelling of how the movie The Room was made. Yeah. As with all movies that are based on a true story. Based on a book yeah. by Greg Sestero, yes. who played Mark in the movie. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of The Disaster Artist? Uh, I really liked it. I I am wondering, I, I, was, I was trying to go in and try and say, like, if I had no concept of The Room, or, what, or maybe saw it once and wasn't a big fan or something, like, would this endear itself to me? Um, but I feel like it's still, like, it's it's... It's hard to believe almost. Like I feel like it, it's for as based on a true story as it's like a little hard to imagine that this Tommy character actually exists and stuff. But I, I think overall I, I liked it. I liked even if it was fictionalized, the portrayal of their friendship and the making of that movie was insane sound sound. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. How much fiction do you think is in there? Like how how accurate just, do you think it is? They changed some of the events around. A little bit, and I think that like the good guyness of Greg, like I think that he he even says in the book that it was more than just like because I'm Tommy's friend. It was like he also wanted to make money and have yeah. a career, and he knew that <clears throat> sticking to things and 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 this person as eccentric as they are was this bottomless pit of funds, and he can be. How many actors want to like be the star of the movie when they first you know go somewhere? So I think it was l- less than in the movie of like, hey man, we're pals, and more like. I also want to make sure that I am a successful actor and there's other things omitted too. Where like, I think at times he felt like he might just be kicked out at any time from the apartment. So it was just like eggshell moments for him, like during the relationship that didn't, didn't come across as much in the book either. You've seen, and have you guys all seen the room? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember (laughs) when I first watched it years and years ago, you were like you, Andrew, sorry, (laughs) I forget people can't listen to me. Point my finger. Uh, (laughs) Uh, you had said that you thought that Tommy Wiseau was a character like an Andy Kaufman style, like Aunt Tony Clifton. I I did think he was like putting still, on a bit. Do you still think that? N- no, no. I, I have do. turned I think around he's on the world's one. greatest actor. Hey, maybe at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I do I do genuinely think he's just an eccentric weirdo who yes. has like from New Orleans, who from New Orleans, <laughs> born and raised in New Orleans. Um, yeah. I there are there's so many things about him that are so fascinating, including like. Where did he get his money? Mm-hmm. Like, what? I feel like what? he must have killed someone. I think they, it was like <laughs> a pirate competition. He was the one who ended up with the pirate. last of it or something like that. Maybe not. And then he just took off for the U.S. <laughs> okay, First, like, I think he killed someone. Then you're like, I think he, what do you, would you say? He won a pirate competition? What'd you say? Well, that, that whole kind of thing. Maybe it's not pirates, but like they all robbed a bank and then he killed the rest of them. Oh, okay. That kind of deal. Got away on a galleon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Kidorsworth>. <laughs> um, what do you guys? What do you guys think of the movie? I liked it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> are you I, saving I, your opinion? Andrew's <laughs> eyes are darting back and forth. So I enjoyed it, but I it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Like mm. I I don't like the way that uh, it's set up as like Tommy Wiseau is the the butt of every single joke. There's not a bit of humor in there that isn't. Uh, either him being eccentric or somebody reacting to him being eccentric. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. Okay. Like, I can't think of, of a single thing. And so they like kind of, let's paint this guy as a human being. He's like more than that. He has these like, you know, he has a a dream that he, and he's just mm-hmm. trying to put this thing together. Uh, but then let's also laugh at him the entire movie. Yeah. I, and I, it never stops. It never turns. And it's, that's like the whole point of the whole thing. I came away with the same criticism of the movie is that like, even in parts where it kind of feels like the movie is trying to get you to feel sorry for Tommy because the whole movie, he's been the butt of the joke and he is such an eccentric, weird character. Everybody's laughing anyways, when he's like having like an emotional, like breakdown almost like people are in the, like, at least in my theater, people were laughing at everything he did. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if that is James Franco's portrayal of him that mm-hmm. like it's, he's always kind of like has a comedic beat to it or that like it's just you have been laughing at this character the whole movie that you're sort of trained in your head to just always laugh at this character. I wonder how many people like went in knowing like what to expect from this person, this Tommy Wiseau character yeah. and or how many people were like fans of the room but hadn't read the disaster artist and were surprised to see that this wasn't like an on-screen performance. This is like as eccentric as he is sort of off camera too. And I had people in my theater uh, laughing as well, but I feel like part of it is like, 
you're familiar with maybe him in the room and then you hear him say this thing that's as ridiculous as it would be off the off of it as well that is an interesting point that like yeah as much as they like there's a moment in the movie where he um sees uh judd apatow in a restaurant yeah and goes up and tries to you know pitch himself and kind of do this thing and and gets and then embarrasses himself and starts to say shakespeare and then you know very you know embarrassingly gets you know let let out of the restaurant and it's you're right it is this moment where you're you're meant to feel a little bit like look he's just he did it all wrong but he wants to break in he wants to be yeah. this thing and it's but you're but yeah the the reaction is is generally like oh my god like what a loser and yeah well, you've, you've been conditioned at this point to laugh at him i that's an interesting but thing. there are times in the movie where he's saying stuff like you know he makes a point to say uh was it during the audition where he's like you're laughing at me but i i'm, I'm i know what you're talking about the yeah, there, yeah. But i think it because so much oh. of the movie is you're you're like I at least at the beginning of the movie I was very aware that it's like it's James Franco portraying a person. Like yeah. it's not like mm-hmm. a, a character that's lived out yet mm-hmm. on on screen. I'm just like, oh, James Franco's just doing a Tommy impression. Mm-hmm. And for maybe like the first third of the movie I felt like that. Then I started to get like the character felt a little more lived in. Yes. Yeah. But I, I don't know if like that connected with maybe the majority of the audience who was mm-hmm. still like <clears throat> Spoiler for towards the end of the movie when they're showing the room for that white audience mm-hmm. in the theater and everybody's laughing and he kind of has like a oh my god everybody's laughing at me and he storms out yes. yeah like even his reaction then people were laughing at that and I was like is that that funny or is it just that like that's odd because that's the only part that's probably the the biggest part for me where you're like how and it's something I feel like now about him where it's like. How strange it would be to to put yourself entirely out there, or so you say. You know, you make yeah. this allegory of your life, and then everyone to an in, interpret it the wrong way. It's not this serious thing that you want it to be. Everyone loves it for a different reason. Yeah, would be hard. That's definitely not a moment where I was, I, I was like busting a gut <laughs> yeah. because he was, you know, in the lobby, sad. Yeah, well, people were laughing at that uh, in oh. my theater too. I feel like people near the end of the Shoot movie were really like starting to laugh. Theater even more yeah you, i guess like in, during that scene other people are laughing so i think it's easier to laugh when other people are laughing even if it's not all that sure funny. Yeah. yeah it's also a movie that is like cast almost totally with comedians yes too. yeah even in just super small roles yeah so like i think you're just sort of in a in a mode to be laughing the whole time because yeah. you know jason manzoukas is in the movie paul shears in the movie uh the, seth rogan's in the movie like yeah. there there's so many comedians just strewn out through the movie that you're just kind of always in a mood to like laugh i guess Mm -hmm. i laugh during the movie and if you laugh at any point during the movie you're laughing at tommy Wiseau. there's like no no way around it so like and when i first watched the room i fucking cracked up and i I can't watch it now but yeah could you make a a, a movie about tommy Wiseau as like a sympathetic thing to show like i'd no humor just I, I feel like it's possible i feel like you would have to do it from his perspective rather than his roommate's perspective you know yeah. what i mean like the whole thing was outside looking in at him <laughs> right you got and a couple I, scenes of just him but you're yeah ultimately it was all great yeah, story mean, about meeting tommy yeah exactly it's it is an interpretation of him and i feel like uh these guys wanted to make a movie because they were also just like flabbergasted like what what is this thing and they didn't have any insight really hmm. all they did i mean uh his roommate did have insight, but only as much as, you know, he could glean from living near him. He doesn't yes. have any mm-hmm. like actual, like Tommy hasn't opened up about any of this. That's and so, true. He probably opened up more to Greg, but still left so many things ambiguous. And even in the disaster artist book, which I, I think you and uh, Andrew and I read, like he's, he postulates like, this is what I've, you know, Tommy has mentioned once or twice about me, his money or uh, it turns out he owns this huge building in San Francisco with what is it the biggest American flags in the country yeah. or something what? or on the top of them yeah mm-hmm. he's like these are the biggest that in the east on the or oh I thought you he sold those that's no what, that's what he sells <laughs> underwear and <laughs> jeans yeah if you buy a copy of the room right now a there's a postcard inside to buy his why so underwear does he still sell copies of the the DVD is that all through him uh, I think so I don't know try making it could be like a, a Neil Breen now. thing like where you when you order a Neil Breen movie it's literally sent with his handwriting on the package like he has to mail them all out personally wow yeah it's uh <laughs> it's pretty uh low um yeah but i but i mean like did you so you guys yeah did it was always at the expense of tommy but what i mean what do you think was there anything shocking about the making of did you have any idea like max for example like kind of what was going on behind the scenes of that 
I, no, I didn't go in with, with too much of an idea. I kind of like had some inkling. Sure. Uh, I probably had heard a few things here and there, but really I didn't know a whole lot. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it uh, did a good job of showing what it did show. I just thought that it kind of came at it from the wrong perspective. Like it never really wrapped any of that up. Like at the end, he just like convinces him, oh, it's okay that we're laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, oh, we really sympathize. We're not, with you. We're not <laughs> laughing with you at all. We are yeah, laughing at we, you. We are laughing yeah. at you, but, but you uh, should be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we're happy. Yeah. So you, yeah. you should be okay. And now, and Tommy was so, didn't he immediately say, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be a comedy? He does when yeah. he comes, when they call him back onto stage and people are like clapping for him. He does, there is a very quick turnaround where he's kind of like, do you think Hitchcock ever got this kind of reaction? Like, for as great as his movies are, no one was going crazy, like jumping around in the theater and stuff. <laughs> like, people, yes, are laughing at you, but like, they also love this. They, you've immediately made them love this. And, but it kind of, I, I agree yeah. with Max. It kind of feels like at his expense, they're sort yeah. of like clowning on him still. How much do you think? Was there any sort of uh, attempt on, do you think, the Greg Sestero's part or anyone in the production of the film to like, vet it with tommy do you think he's seen the how, how he reacted to the movie i wonder i think he i think tommy was very involved uh, mm. but i could be making that up uh i saw an interview with james franco where okay. he came on and so did tommy and so oh. like wait like, on what he, like a t on a talk show uh, yeah i think it was jimmy kimmel or something oh like my that. It was god on tommy why so was on jimmy kimmel <laughs> he's been yeah. doing like press for this movie yeah i cannot even imagine it yeah. was that really like. weird to me because like uh uh, James Franco, I think he's he's impressed with his Tommy uh, impression, so he does it a lot, and so he's doing it, and uh, Tommy Lasso's right there. But then it's like kind of th- that weird thing where you talk about somebody while they're in the same room, and it's like still we don't like nobody knows how old he is and how like how, well, Tommy, you, how old you? Did you are stick you? around to the very end of the credits? I didn't know. There's okay. there's a scene they have at a the stinger end. for the next movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thanos comes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, there's a scene at the end of the real Tommy. At a, at a party with James Franco as Tommy, and it's sort of they, they have meet a, each other. A oh, I didn't see that either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty quick, but yeah, Tommy looks very. He's got like a weird pencil mustache, and his hair is tied back in a bun almost. Uh huh. And they just kind of interact, and it's like him being like, "Your accent sounds similar. Where are you from?" And he's like, "Oh, from New Orleans." And like they're kind of doing this thing back and forth for uh-huh. like a minute or two. It's, I like, it's Rob, I like yeah. Rob's yeah. Tommy. Whoa! Did Tommy just come <laughs> in yeah. the room? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can make a movie about the making of disaster. It was, a, it was an Robert can play James Franco playing Tommy. I, I like what you said though, Andrew, about like it, it. Especially, I mean, I knew sort of what I was expecting from like the performance of Tommy when I went in, but that the idea that like at first it seems like it, he's over the top. It's ridiculous. It's hard to take. It, it's hard to believe that that's how he acts normally, and it it is true that he's kind of that way. But I feel like yeah, you're right. Once it it feels like oh, he's not just like putting this on. This is how he acts all the time. It it works more for the movie. I liked the dynamic that. James Franco working against uh, his brother too. Like, yeah, I, I liked I liked their performances together. Basically, yeah, um, yeah, but very strange. And it was like kind of a little touching at the end that it was like I couldn't have made this movie without him. And in the movie, it's about Greg, but it's also like yeah, I couldn't have made the room without my brother in this role. They as are well, like so. really the only two characters in the movie too. Like everybody else yeah. is sort of like pretty background. Yeah, everybody's background except for Greg and and Tommy. So the, like. The, I, I would hope people would like the performance of the Franco brothers because they're the only performances you can really cling on to. Yeah. Like a Star Trek movie. Mm, that was a real thinker. You've been shaming me for puns the whole episode. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Uh, can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. Can't wait for uh, the uh, the Disaster Artist Volume 2. Uh-huh. Uh, Infinity Wars. There is going to be another movie with uh, Greg Sestero and Tommy called Best Friends. Best fiends, I best fiends. Yeah. The R is in R is yeah, in parentheses. Uh, parentheses, but uh, but I have no idea what kind of movie that's going to be. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel now that they're going to be too try in to, on it, and they're going to try and be like, "Oh, let's make this like see, a wacky thing." Yeah. That's why I didn't see Birdemic two. And so when stuff becomes like aware of its own success, of, of its own success in that way, and then starts to like try and you know. Uh, put a hat on it. I don't, I just yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, and it's like at the very beginning of the disaster artist where they have. Uh, real testimonials talking. that was yeah. kind of interesting and yeah they have uh, i think it's christian bell says uh you know you, if you asked a bunch of scientists and directors to make a bad movie nobody could even come close to what the room is and it's that sort of organic thing where you right. can't just make a bad movie and have it work these movies like birdemic and neil breen in the room like they're all just so organically bad and it's so much of like it's clear that the room when he wrote it was 
yeah, all this stuff that happened in his life that he was like pouring his soul out of this thing. And now he's aware of all this stuff and people are laughing at the real elements of his life in this movie. So whatever he makes, not that he couldn't write some compelling story that isn't based on anything uh, real, but it, it does feel like it's all writing off of of that. Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. I did tell Ben uh, he had like a Hulu series where he like managed an apartment complex. Oh, yeah. And it was like, a TV show version of the room. I forgot and about that. It was that. atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I am a glutton for all these kinds of films and the room is up there except for the three sex scenes that I usually try and fast forward through at this point. Yeah. But, um, but I, I slow it down. This, <laughs> but this was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this was, uh, this was bad. This was like, this felt like what that was where it's like, Oh, I'm just, I'll just recreate kind of the room and hire, amateur actors and it'll just be this awkward thing and everyone will love how bad it is and it was not bad in a fun way so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll see yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first time i saw the room was uh when tim and eric played it on adult swim That's right. as a april fool's day joke mm-hmm. and we were at a bar and we looked up on screen and it was a sex scene and we were like <laughs> what is this and the bartender was like you know this is supposed to be aqua teen i don't know what the hell this <laughs> Where were you? Are you supposed to be drinking behind the bar, sir? <laughs> that's my that's my go to bartender impression. <laughs> why God damn! Why are they playing Aqua Teens at the bar? Yeah. I don't know. This is supposed to be something like everybody likes, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> and the Squid Billies. But yeah. <laughs> well, you'd rather have it be the the Big Bang Theory. Ben, why weren't you home watching Adult Swim instead of why were you out so? Late? I go out. Barkeep, put on Adult Swim, please. <laughs> yeah. Can you turn that up, please? Yeah. Squid Billies is on. <laughs> Ah, great. What would you recommend people see the disaster artist? Uh, I feel like I feel like I enjoyed it, but I I'm not sure if I was able to remove myself from like how much I liked the room and and found the disaster artist book interesting. Yeah. So, I would give it a, a recommendation, but I don't know if it's for everyone. Yeah. I, I think I think if you enjoyed or were intrigued by the room or just you saw it once and were like, "What? A train wreck?" It, it might be it might be enlightening to to watch as yeah. as much as it is fictionalized more in some parts. Yeah. Yeah. Max, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think uh, like not knowing a whole lot about it, but knowing a bit, uh, being a little bit interested in it, it gave me a uh, some insight into what was going on. Sure, I like that. Dan, yeah, I'd recommend it. I give it a, a light recommendation. I, I <laughs> think like I, I think it's a nuanced recommendation. I, mm-hmm. I like the movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think you. I don't know. I I don't know if you would enjoy it more knowing less, or if you would enjoy it more knowing more yeah i wonder it. if there's anyone i'd be curious to hear the, the take of someone who went in cold like has not watched the room or wasn't very yeah. even aware of it and if what they would have even thought of yeah. that. yeah yeah anyways guys it's our last ep of the year it sure is what a year um let's talk about some of our faves yes and non-faves <laughs> and of the year uh god we should have had a musical cue or something queued up oh well damn it Ben's here. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. think of it. I got. I got nothing. I, I. I'm freezing. I got nothing. Non-faves didn't when spark anything. When I'm feeling <laughs> sad, I simply remember my favorite movies, and then I don't feel of 2017. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't feel of 2017. Yeah. Oh. I do like that. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Who uh-huh. wants to start? Some of their fave rots. Fave rots. Let's start with Rob. He's got the whole list written down. It'll probably list. give us uh, yeah. some I'm reminders. Just, I, I will rattle off just like a couple. I'll, I'll jump in and out of here. And, sure. Uh, out of the podcast and yeah. back. And, um, <laughs> we'll hear half of them. <laughs> I think pretty early this year, Get Out was one of the yeah. big ones that came. And I really enjoyed that. And that, I think, was... It broke a couple records. I think it made, like, for its budget, made, like, the most profit or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I think that and it were, like just giant although get out is more of like a, a thriller than a horror movie i guess yeah. it's a horror movie I but suppose, it was also but... yeah it was more uh independent than yes than it was but in the sense that like horror is has become more popular as a genre but it's very uh cookie cutter at this point it's all jump scary yeah. it's all or we we just i feel like it's moving a little bit away from the found footage stuff that the last couple of years have been dominated by but now it's haunted house stuff like, yeah haunted house stuff the... and oh, crap, but i am glad yeah. to see <laughs> however you feel about you know it or get out i'm glad that there are like big giant horror movies that don't just do well because everyone goes the first weekend to to 
be scared, but like people seem to enjoy them, uh, even for some of their flaws and stuff. So I'm just, it's exciting to me because I, horror movies, so many of them are not that great or bad. Yeah. I, I, a lot of the time. So it's, it's, it's fun that there are some ones with big budgets and smaller budgets. Those, like those two films that, that did well. It's weird to me that they did a new saw because it's like, nobody wants to torture porn anymore. That yes. was so early aughts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I agree. I didn't see the didn't see the new saw. I didn't even hear anything about it. Did no. anyone? I mean, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> see it, yeah. but uh, Ben will report back. Yeah, I'll let you know. <clears throat> um, geez, what else? Uh, Logan and Logan Lucky. Mm. I loved Logan. Yeah. I loved Logan. Yeah. I just actually watched Logan uh, two nights ago. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. It's great. Mm. I thought that's that's another one of those things where it's like that's an appropriately rated. They wanted to tell a, an R-rated, grittier, grimmer kind yeah. of Wolverine story, and I liked that take on but it. But they also mm. didn't make it, like, hella gross, either. They yeah. didn't, like, ooh, it's R? Let's, you know... Cutting like, prosciutto, guys into prosciutto Yeah, pieces. I think we talked about it when we saw the movie, but, like, they didn't, like, overdo the R rating. Like, they were like, yeah. ooh, we can finally do an R He can say Wolverine the F word if he wants to. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it'll happen again? Do you think Deadpool, do you think uh, Wolverine are... are uh, X-23. At, at Disney, do you think they're gonna, like... Oh, oh, that's, that's a good. Saying. You know what? I thought they, they came out and said that Deadpool can still be I, R. I, I well, think, how about Wolverine though? I, He's much more. Uh, I think isn't Hugh? Didn't Hugh Jackman say this was? That it? was the last one. Well, I hope He's they. I hope they cast anymore. a new Wolverine. Yeah, at some I, point. I'm sure they're gonna bring Wolverine. There, there's no way they could resist. My, my hope is that <laughs> that's true. I would love if they could relegate themselves to the idea of we can have a, a cast a new Wolverine and a new version of like an X Men. We'll start a new X Men tr- trilogy franchise, whatever. They could also have a standalone at the same time or similar time Wolverine standalone movie where he goes to Russia and fights Weapon Red X or whatever the hell his name is. Omega Red. Exactly. But but, Red X. But I would like if they could have separate takes on it like Elseworlds and things like Mm -hmm. that where it's like here's the R Wolverine, here's our PG-13 Wolverine. I think they did say something like uh, that like they want the movies that need those ratings to still be that even though Disney owns them. As a company, they're like, we see the need for some of these films to be what they are yeah. and we don't want people to be afraid that uh, because we're Disney everyone has to wear mouse ears and uh, make brooms they uh, say walk. that of course they're going to say that but I wonder if it's actually going to happen because I feel like because uh, you'll go see it no matter what anyway and they'll like just make keep making money yeah. so yeah and it was good to have Wolverine in the X-Men movies but I feel like he really did need to be in an R movie at some point like I feel like he needed to be that Wolverine you mean the X-Men to... were in the Wolverine movies because all of those movies were just about Wolverine basically yeah, that's, that's until they true. were about uh, Mystique Mystique <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone's favorite uh, <laughs> character um let's see what else uh, did we all or did you all see the big sick yep yep that nope. was great you didn't see it <clears throat> you should check it out it was good pleasant uh, surprise yeah one of my favorites Kumail Nargiani and I forget the uh, actress's name Zoe Kazan Zoe Kazan that threw me off though because Kazam. Is, is his wife Emily Gordon not an actress she's a comedian but she I don't think that she is was a, a weird I, I'm just I just wondered why they didn't um, cast her as herself and or maybe she's maybe she's not a confident act, actor or didn't just didn't want to be in the role I suppose yeah but. I mean she produced the movie so okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, kiss my husband. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, weird. Um, God, what else? Is it just, just going to be me? I, I, The Fate of the Furious, I really enjoyed. That was a big one this year. Likewise. Yeah, I like that one too. That was tasty. That was tasty. <laughs> tasty. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I, it was the movie I just saw recently, but I really loved Coco a lot. Yes, so. that was a recent Man, movie. I got to see Coco. Me um, too. I watched uh, Another Evil, which I showed Robert, and that's... Uh, Oh yes, that's a really good one. Where a guy uh, his uh, finds out his cabin is haunted and uh, hires a, a weird ghost hunter to come or ghost assassin, ghost to come assassin, and get rid of the ghost. But as they spend the weekend together, it becomes clear that this ghost hunter is uh, much more of a problem than the actual ghost is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Highly recommended. Um, I don't remember if it came out this year, but I. I did like La La Land and Moonlight quite a bit. I think those were last year, but yeah, I think it was last year. That's what I was going to say for, but then again, like those are coming, those are like now like available to see in wider release. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that counts. Yeah. 
Oh, are we talking movies that came out this year or movies yeah, I mean, we saw we, this we year? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be. If you just visited a movie, I, was I mean, starting to sweat, sweat about an, another evil. I think, I think that was. <laughs> oh my god! Either this year or last year. I really need to walk this back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't you also mention one about a, a 60s New York crime movie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, that was Christmas. <laughs> All right. um, let's see what else. Oh, Ketty, I saw in theaters, which is a movie, or what did we say? It was, I think it's in Ist- or, uh, Istanbul, or is it Constantinople now? <laughs> I don't you, you were, ta- you we'll were talk telling to, me about we'll it. Well, ask the, uh, they might be giants. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. Are they on the line? Um, <laughs> hello? <laughs> we might be giants. We, <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 we might be giants. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's about, it kind of pro, it's this movie that profiles like five, I think it's like five or six cats um i think it's in istanbul that they're all kind of different cats one kind of lives in this cafe but like doesn't will beg for food by looking inside but will never like cross the threshold of the door it like doesn't bother customers and stuff uh one they kept around the docks because he catches rats and like sneaks into the sewers and keeps them away from their place and another one is you know a woman you know lives in further in the city and has a cat that kind of goes in and out and it kind of goes on journeys every day and i don't know it was just really heartwarming and cool to see this city that like just has it has these animals all over the place and they're just such an important part of everyone's daily life it's a documentary yes yeah it was it was really 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 great and if anyone's worried about it there's only like one scene where like I think they find a kitten that looks really worse for the wear and kind of holding this little thing and taking it to the doctor. But other than that, it, you will don't, there's no like cat abuse or anything like that in it. So That's good. I, I just, I feel like you, any documentary about animals, you might have something kind of, kind of triggering. So yeah, mm-hmm. other than that, um, but that was really good. Um, what are you looking up other, over there, Drew? I was looking up Caddy to see if it oh. was in. Yeah, I got. I, got I thought you were just doing, story. just doing some emails or <laughs> yeah, something over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was in Istanbul. You were, oh, okay. Um, oh, also, yeah, I've been I've been talking about. I think I mentioned this before, but patty cakes. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, it's a really good one, and yeah, you guys should, should definitely check that one out. But uh, that's really great. This uh, woman trying to kind of get her rap career off the ground, mm-hmm. and kind of just just kind of from the bottom to the top, and trying to make it. Where I well, it's not like a she has fantasies of being like this giant rap star, but like ultimately she just wants to like get into a venue and actually yeah. do her thing, just be heard. Yeah, but she's a woman and she's bigger and people just won't give her the time of day, even though like it is, I think the actress is Australian and I don't know who wrote the lyrics and and if she actually was doing them all herself, but it's incredible. I loved, Mm. I loved all the songs Mm. from it too. It's really great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, What else, what have you guys seen? What else have you guys seen? Uh, So I'll go down. This is how I broke it up when I was thinking about it. Sure. Uh, best and uh, most surprising okay. and uh, like most surprising good bad and then the worst he has envelopes oh, for all wow. of these yeah, yeah. so yeah. we'll open them up uh, so the best was I think Moonlight these are all also movies that I've seen That's this okay. year rather yeah, than yeah. so Moonlight was the best just uh, an amazing movie okay um, not and, the real winner of the award as, as we saw on the stage right isn't that no no there was the opposite yeah La La Land oh yeah was, La La Land one yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, but I think they reversed it. Actually, I heard. Did no, no. yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, worst movie I saw was probably. A oh, time we're doing worst already. Yeah, and then I'll go to the surprises, okay, all right. I guess. Um, uh, it was Harold and Kumar go to uh, Escape from White Castle. Escape or, from White Castle. <laughs> from no, they want to get Bay. to White Castle. <laughs> I saw both of them at the same time. It was really confusing. back to yeah, back. The ending yeah. of the first one, they get trapped in a White Castle, and then the second movie is them getting out of the. Oh, yeah. and there's the third Christmas movie. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I didn't know you that seen existed. It? No, no, me neither. Oh, yeah. but it's tis the season. <laughs> so that one was awful, and then yeah, Rob, you reminded me of uh, uh, Power Rangers. That was uh, <laughs> pretty fucking bad too. Okay. <laughs> so then. Uh, most surprisingly good I would say Valerian because even though okay. even though I exp- or Logan Lucky Logan Lucky really surprised me I mm-hmm. thought I was going to going to enjoy it and then I really enjoyed it and I okay. guess that's the same thing that happened with well Valerian I originally thought oh I think this is going to be great and then the reviews started coming out and then I remembered Lucy and all that so, so I was like okay maybe this is less this <laughs> element more Lucy but I've seen uh, Lucy twice now that's a really dumb it's so stupid st- stupid fun in some ways movie but this one is not that it's more comparable yes. to the fifth element really enjoyable really fun yeah. mm. and then the uh, biggest disappointment was Star Wars because you shut okay but the teaser we'll for the next episode yeah we'll talk next. about this later and rabble 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 <laughs> oh my god runner up the was air actually, went out of my lungs runner up was actually uh ragnarok i think for disappointing for di- yeah because i think 
in both of these cases, it has to do with like huge hype and okay. like expectations. Okay. Uh, when you're dealing with disappointment. Mm. And I thought that uh, Thor Ragnarok was a good movie, but I expected it to be great. And I thought Star Wars was going to be a good movie, and I thought it was pretty awful. Okay. <laughs> you need right. to. I we'll talk, don't, yeah. don't have enough gasps right now. So you need to <laughs> slow your roll. Save yeah. some of them for the uh, next Get episode. Robert that oxygen tank. He is yeah. running low. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Drew? You've been, uh, what else have you seen that you really enjoyed? Uh, that I really enjoyed? Um I guess like my most surprising, I don't, again, I don't know if it came out this year, but The Edge of 17, I thought that was really good. Oh, I don't Who's know that in, one. Haley Steinfeld and, is it Steinfeld? Is that her last name? She Stein, was in, she was Jerry in True Seinfeld? Grit. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, she was in True Grit and. I'm on The Edge oh, of 17. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you open the box, no grapes, no nuts. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, God, what is her name? Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, Steinfeld. All right, you guys keep doing Whatever. that. Whatever. Haley Steinfeld, yeah. Haley Steinfeld and Woody Harrelson. It's okay. I mean, it's a, it's a there's not a ton of plot to it. She's a 17-year-old who's about to graduate high school and she's mm. trying to figure out her place in life. Got it. I thought it was just a really funny, sweet, sad movie. Okay. I liked it a lot. Um my worst movie of the year was The Mummy. The mama, scared. That's a good one. Yeah, you, yeah. I was. I actually thought it was a really good movie. I was just so scared during it that I couldn't enjoy <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> it. Uh, I. I was convinced that like I would go, and at the very least, because it was like getting destroyed in reviews, and I was like, well, I mean, like it's still like <laughs> Tom Cruise is usually pretty fun in action movies. Yeah, so he's the, usually the best part of anything. Oh so. my God. Is he horrible in this movie? How the much, thing, how much of uh, the footage was him running? I feel like a lot of stuff. There's a lot of him like, running, a lot of him falling, a lot of him getting wrapped up in bandages. In, yeah. Bandages. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I heard some scuttlebutt behind the scenes that like maybe he had a lot to do with like script changes and things. Yeah, I heard so. that the movie had a lot. Well, it's it's weird because the titular mummy is in it so little. Well, isn't the woman the? Oh, she's not even in it very much. She's not in it that much. It's the also she's in, like found in Iraq. It's not like a real mummy, or is she a mummy because she's wrapped up? When she well, dies? I think I think the idea is that mummified. like yeah, I think the idea is that it she was buried so long ago that it wasn't necessarily iraq mm-hmm. back uh, then when she was a mummy and now a fertile crescent mummy yes okay. sure um so it was a yeah it's just it's terrible well, so and, bad and and this was the beginning of the whole monster universe thing the dark that universe was Dracula also untold? the end of it apparently it seems yeah. like yeah it does, yeah yeah the beginning and the end i've mainly just heard about that like uh russell crowe's uh dr jekyll yeah and mr mm-hmm. hyde yeah that's fun. Um, my most disappointing movie of the year, I think, was The House. The yeah. Will Ferrell, oh, Amy Poehler movie. Oh, my God. I just I, I just saw that, too. It was terrible. It's not funny yeah. at all. I saw it. So I saw it. I went to the theater. Oh. That's like a trim, like, 89 minutes or something. <clears throat> it's too, really right? short, but it is not funny. No. Ooh, my I, I went to the theater, like, I, and I felt really bad. I went to, so there's a place nearby called the Cinnabar where you can order food with your movie. Mm-hmm. So I went there, like, for lunch you're like give and me the house like, special <laughs> yeah and i remember so i like ordered like a sandwich and fries and i was the, literally the only person in the theater and i did not order that expensive of a meal and i was thinking like the operation cost for running this movie is not being paid out by me it's not your fault it's, i know it's not my fault have ordered more it yeah. was your yeah, fault you asshole. <laughs> keep it coming yeah. uh can i get the uh two lobsters as well please <laughs> as much as i can eat in 89 minutes yeah it's really disappointing because the cast is really good i was gonna say it's got a huge cast and yeah yeah feral and amy poehler and like Man- jason manzugas plays like a really big role in it nick kroll's mm-hmm. the like the absence the villain oh in the movie God, yeah but it's not it's just not good yeah i'm like a couple minutes in there were a, a lot of real clunky like one-liners and jokes i'm like oh this is not gonna be good <laughs> and, it, and it didn't get any better no w- would you consider that one of your one of your one of the worst of the year well, or? it's a disappointment yeah mm. but i mean i kind of knew what i was getting into because sure. i remember hearing like well you know will ferrell and amy poehler aren't doing any rounds of interviews about this movie i think everybody was just sort of hoping the movie was going to come out and then go away immediately wow. how does it get to that point that just i think stinks. it just they were just yeah, because I think it was supposed to come out 
earlier than it did, but then it they kept having it. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna keep working on it. And they're like, we can make this funny. We can make. But it even funny. I just mean even like how how do you get all these funny people in a room? Or I wonder if it was like an editing thing where like they just yeah. like whoever put the movie together just didn't. It had know, too much time. Yeah. It was already in the can. They had too much time that people tinkered around with it. Yeah. And just Maybe. Like, there's all so, the fun out of it. Yeah. There's so many comedians in it, too. Yeah. And I actually thought the concept seemed kind of funny. Like, oh, they're running this and they get over their heads. They're running this casino to pay for her college. And then they start to win and, and like it. And it's like, but the, yeah. It it's felt... also got this, um, I don't know, like Will Ferrell. It feels like a, a new thing in his movies where he plays like a boring person who has like a past that allows him to open up this like sort of seedy character like he did Mm -hmm. in the other guys too Uh where like an old school yeah where like he used to be a pimp or he used to be and so like he can kind of tap into that where like i mean i mean mean, he's always been a pimp but (laughs) (laughs) but i'm like i think the joke's over like i think you've done that one enough okay also that movie had the clunkiest way of them figuring out that they should run a casino it was when they go to a casino lose all their money and Jason Manzoukas is like, well, the house always wins. And Will Ferrell goes, we should be the house. And hey. then yeah, and you can see a light bulb go off. And then the oh. next scene is them at his house like, we could do this. We could, you know, that's my Jason Manzoukas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was really disappointing. Yeah. Do you have a worst, Ben, that you've seen this year? Oh, Yo, yeah, for sure. I thought oh, of it. Oh. Uh, the worst movie I've seen this year was Split. Ooh, um, I did not take that one in. Did I, any of you guys see it? Was that Professor Shyamalan. X? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Professor no, X. I kind of Professor, avoided it. Yeah, you, you you did you did really well. Did I also didn't it? see it. Sounds like this room is split on oh, the side. Oh, not ra- not really. That sounds like only one person saw it. So it's more like oh, a, I thought you said you saw it. No, I saw. I still haven't seen it. No. Well, it's split, just not down it's the middle. Split, yeah, <laughs> three three to uh, one. Touche. Uh, Hope yeah. these jokes are all in the split sequel that he's making. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. If you. There's, have you, uh, as everybody heard about the the sequel that's coming out? We can just Split. spoil. I mean, he released the title for it, so it is what it is. It's it, Split is a spoiler alert secret uh, sequel to Unbreakable. Okay, yeah, because they uh, released the 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 title for it. it Mr. Glass is the sequel yeah. to Split, which is a, really? Samuel Jackson's character in Unbreakable. I've never screamed more at the end <laughs> of a movie than because it was it was already terrible, and it's like two hours long, and then at the very end. You know, they're going through this diner and you hear like the news of what happened uh, on the TV. And uh, they're like, oh, this happened a few years ago with a guy in a wheelchair. What was his name? And then you just see Bruce Willis at the very end of the diner go, his name was Mr. Glass. And then he gives that like Bruce Willis (laughs) smile at the camera. Like, like, see you in the next movie. Yeah. (laughs) Check, please. Hello. I finished my soup an hour ago. (laughs) But that was like acid all all over my body to see that. Well, or it was like water that you're drowning in. (laughs) Speaking of acid. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, which? Yeah. Unbreakable. Yeah. His weakness is is water. Is water. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of acid all over my body, one of my most disappointing movies was Alien Covenant. Oh, I really, yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> Actually, I really enjoyed. Uh, I, I enjoy. Okay, so I enjoyed the movie that I made up in my head that mm. was like kind of reversing a couple scenes in there. All right, tread tread carefully, counselor. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god, I'm confused by that. You, you, what movie in your head? head? You never saw it, right? No. So I don't know if I want to give it away, but there mm. are there are two points where I feel like if they switched things around a little bit, they were awful as they were. Oh. Uh, but if you switched one thing, they would then be creative and would uh, kind of like make that movie for me. Hmm. Interesting. So the ideas so, were okay, but the execution was not good. No, the ideas were bad themselves. But if you and the execution was bad, the execution is also bad. No, I thought the execution was pretty good. I thought the movie was all right. But it it was these two points where I was like, that didn't make sense. However, if it was this, it would make sense. Hmm. And then it happened again. And it's pretty much the same thing both times. But it and I (laughs) so like cryptic because Andrew hasn't seen it. But um, (laughs) are you planning on seeing it? No. Well, then (laughs) I'll just go (laughs) ahead and allow me to divulge. in Alien Covenant, there's the uh, the two androids, right? 
David and oh, the and Goliath. Two, other two David. Fassbenders. Other, exactly, yeah, the Goliath. two Fassbenders. And so the two points that really didn't make sense are when he uh, drags the guy into the room to like get eaten by the aliens. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing well, following he knows, him? He knows that, that David has been like betraying them or like doing something fishy. And then he's like, fuck. He's like basically yeah. like, hey, you're betraying me. And then he's like, follow me into this room. And he's like, yeah, okay. It's a and dark he's room. like, hey, there's, there's eggs. Here. Go literally look at one. He's yeah. like, okay. Like, What's like, in here? This yeah. is so st- That was so stupid to me. Well, if- this is like, this is a sequel to Prometheus where you had the dumbest scientist I ever did see like just running around <laughs> a space yeah. planet. I do declare. Yeah. That is the yeah. dumbest scientist and it was hot out Prometheus but I yeah. do declare this is an alien xenomorph. These yeah. aliens are giving me the vapors. Now I'm just a a small town <laughs> city movie reviewer but uh, I do declare. Max continue. <laughs> uh, so the way I would have fixed that was have it be the other uh, guy. So he's pretending He's pretending to be the guy that he would trust, the guy yes. who was on his ship. Because it's like the androids are identical. And at yeah. one point, he even shaves his hair where it's like, now he can run around and act and, like he's the other guy. But then they mm-hmm. don't really take uh, good advantage of that. So That's in true. that scene, it should have been him and he should have just kind of like That would have made more sense. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, and then it would have been a lot more believable and it would have been like, okay, now this guy's kind of dark. Remember and the alien really comes out of his chest fully formed as and like is like dancing like a little ballerina kind of? Like, remember it comes out of his chest and it's... What? It's not it's a chest burst or it's scene. like has arms and legs like an alien it's just small but it comes out of his chest and it's kind of like Trala and puts his arms out and kind of is like I kind of want to see the movie he was like I'm here no you don't want to see the movie this happened in Spaceballs too (laughs) (laughs) I think after that scene yeah after that scene I think they all used the Schwartz to uh, get off the planet (laughs) um and then That's, what's the other? The and scene? so the other scene is at the the very end when it turns out that uh, like oh the real alien or the real the real robot was um, the uh, real alien was us that like <laughs> the evil one was the one that made it out yes yeah. and I thought that was really stupid and I thought it should have been the good one who had been convinced to be bad right. Max, yeah. I completely agree with you. These would have been good changes. I don't think it could have saved the movie for me, but I think this uh, would have made a lot more sense. I, not, I like these takes on I'm it. I'm not remembering this movie, and now I'm remembering that I slept through a lot of it. And <laughs> kept waking up, and I didn't really care what I was missing. I just kept waking up and being like, is this still on? Okay, so, yeah, I don't <laughs> think it would have fixed it for you guys, but I actually enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed the idea of this guy kind of being stuck for a, such a long time on a planet and kind of going crazy in yeah. this way that kind of makes sense for a robot to go crazy sure. where he's not tied to humanity. So humanity doesn't mean anything to him. And so there, are, I thought that, thought there were good concepts and I mm-hmm. thought they should play with that. I think really Scott always has good ideas in his movies. And I think more often than not, there's too many and he doesn't follow them all to their logical conclusion. So it was, it was disappointing in that way. My worst movie though is probably three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Ooh. Ooh. Don't Ooh, say, don't, don't say too much because I still want to see it. I, I enjoyed say, it. I Me won't too. say too much. Uh, I, I will just say that I... There should have been more billboards. There's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Four billboards, sure. Uh, that's a sequel. Um, they, there are some... Francis McDormand has a, is a, has a great uh, per- performance. Um, less so Sam Rockwell. I don't know why he got nominated um oh he was nominated for best actor for that role uh you'll see um i I'll, I, I won't say anything about it i just want to say that i just feel like the message is very strange and yeah like i know like there can be morally ambiguous characters that you can still connect with but i just felt like it was really muddy. Like one of the people you're rooting for, like supposedly like tortured a black person at one point, And it was just hard to, I don't know. It was very, there was just some very strange stuff. Not even just like one of those things, like this is the wrong movie for 2017. Like, I think I would have been confused by this at any point. It was just very, what about 1993? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe that too. I don't, I don't know. It was just very, it wasn't what I was expecting. I, I maintain that. I think the trailer is great. I think it's a, a really great trailer. Uh huh. And I was just very disappointed by the movie. And I, huh. mm. Yeah. I don't know if I want to walk it back and say it's like the worst, but it just like, I saw it so recently and it just was like so different than what I was expecting. Right. Mm. Yeah. I, I would almost encourage people to go and see it just to have email you and like rip yeah. into you for liking it. So yes. <laughs> or just, just, just to make up their own mind on it. But it was just, there was things going on on in, in on it that I, 
I, yeah, just didn't just really miss the mark on so many things for me. I don't mm. know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I thought of another good movie I saw. Please. Go ahead, <laughs> Ben. Let's do it. Uh, it was called Good Time with uh, oh, yeah. Robert Pattinson from the Twilight movies. But uh, he's a real... Uh, was he uh, vamping out in this one? No, he wasn't sparkling. Uh, opposite. He was real grungy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he looked like me- Pig Ben. Like, kind of messed <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, but it was it was fantastic. It's uh, um, He tries to rob a bank with his mentally handicapped brother, and his brother gets arrested, and he's trying to raise $10,000 to bail him out of jail in 24 hours. And it's just an overnight odyssey of him doing really horrible things, despicable things that just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And it's really good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Good time. Good time. All right. Well, speaking of good times, we have one last thing to do. Max got Robert a gift. Oh, and right. We want him to open it on air. The moment we've all been waiting I'm, for. I'm certain Merry he had this Christmas. in mind as the finale to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, here I go. I'm, I'm so exciting. I'm opening the present. Scotty's looking at me. I think this is a treat. Oh, my. It's some sort of Pez container with <gasps> a Porg. Oh, my God. It's a Porg Pez, Pez dispenser. Aww. I love it. Aww. I bought into it. I love All the that Porgs. Star Wars merchandise. Well, I know everyone on the podcast has been waiting to hear my take now that I have. I, we will talk about Star Wars next year. But I will say in the battle of Korg versus Porg, Korg being the character from Thor Ragnarok and Porgs being the characters from Star Wars. I've got my finger on the stop button. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I think uh, I think Porgs won out for me. I think I mean, uh, between those things. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I saw Thor. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> the um, rock guy. The oh, Taika Waititi's character. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm just. I'm kidding. Of course, they can exist and both be loves in my heart. Oh, but uh, I did. I did love me some Porgs. But we'll we'll get into it. All right. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Thanks uh, for a great 2017. All those listeners out there. Yes. All uh, three of you. All three. Uh, <laughs> oh, you skunked them. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.